you know? There are times in life where you have to look at things and realize that they're just not going to work. For whatever reason, you have to look at what you have and you have to see that it's not going to work. The Milwaukee Bucks played the Boston Celtics last night. The Milwaukee Bucks won 113-101. to And you know, the Celtics have the talent. They do. They have, they have a tremendous coach in Brad Stevens, who's young, and I believe is a great basketball mind, and I believe he's only going to get better as his career progresses. They have Kyrie Irving, Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, a great veteran in Al Horford, Terry Rozier, Marcus, uh, Marcus Smart, and some other, some other pieces. These, these individuals, the, this, this team is done. They're done. And you, and you know, it's sad. It really is sad because I really had high hopes for the Celtics this year. I really did. Last, last year, Gordon Hayward broke his leg on a freak play and he was out for the whole season. But the Celtics, I, Charles Barkley actually talked about this last night. This team has to get blown up. They just have to get blown up. I have, I have nothing else to say about them. Because they, you know, they, they try so hard. They really do. It, it, it's just not working. I don't, not, I don't know who needs to go. I, I will say this. I think Kyrie Irving's gonna go. I think he's gonna go to the Knicks. And I'll, and I'll get into the Knicks later in this episode. But, it's just absolutely, I mean, I, I don't even know what to say. I don't know what to say. The Celtics are now down 1-3. They just, they've played four games in the series, two in Milwaukee, two in Boston. The series now goes back to Milwaukee. The Bucks are going to put them out of their misery, and that's going to be the end of it. But you know, it, 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 it shouldn't be this way for the Celtics. They have too much talent. They have too much talent. They have a great coach. I mean, this, aside from the Warriors, this is the team that I would want to be on. Seriously. You've got, you've got great dudes. And you're, you're in the East. So you're in, the, the East is coming up now, now don't get me wrong, but it's still the weaker conference, in my opinion. But you're in the East, so you have an easier road, but I, you, you couldn't have told me that the Celtics would be facing a game five, an, an elimination game five against the Milwaukee Bucks. You couldn't have told me that. 
not not at the beginning of the season because I, I I really thought this was going to be the year. I thought I thought these Celtics were going to the finals. I really did, but they are about to get thrown out by the Bucks, which is which is and you know these games. These games have kind of been all over the place. So game one, Boston won by 22, which was a, it's a pretty decisive, vic, decisive margin of victory. Milwaukee won by 21. Milwaukee won game three by seven. And then this game, Milwaukee won by 12. And it's like, wow, man. I just, I just, I just don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. And 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 here's the thing. The Bucks only have they don't have they don't have too many great guys right now. They have Giannis. Malcolm Brogdon is still hurt. He's still dealing with his uh plantar fasciitis. You have Chris Middleton who had 13. Giannis had 39, Brooke Lopez 7, Eric Bledsoe 13, Nikola Mirotic 9, Pat Connaughton 9, George Hill 15, Ersan Eliasova 6, Sterling Brown 2. You have these decent pieces. I mean, I just, I just, I just don't know what to say, man. I don't know what to say. To me, the Celtics have more talent. Than the Bucks, they really do. Because after Giannis, because Giannis to me, he's the most. Him and Kevin Durant are the two. Well, let me see. Him, Kevin Durant, and LeBron are the three most unguardable players in the league. In my opinion, and I might throw in Kawhi as number four. Now that's not that's not in that's not in best to worst order. But to me, those are the four guys who are unguardable. After that, it is a big, a pretty big gap in talent on the Bucks. I mean, the next best guy who's available right now, if Malcolm Brogdon were playing, I might say him. But based on, based on what I've seen in these games, I would say maybe, maybe Chris Middleton. Connaughton I like. He he's a he was a baseball player in college as well, but he decided to go in the NBA. And uh he's 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 playing well. Hopefully he doesn't come to regret that decision of not having all those millions of dollars that you get in baseball. But yeah. I just I I don't know what to say about the Celtics. I have no idea what to say about them. I mean, it's just, it's like, it's like, as if I, if, as a parent, this is where you would say, I'm not sad, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. I'm just disappointed. You can't, they have, they have so many good pieces, man. I mean, it's like, I mean, this, I mean, this is better they they have a better team I, for, you know for some reason i remember when i was uh when i was younger and the lakers i remember that day where the lakers got 
uh, Steve Nash and Dwight Howard and, you know, Kobe was on the team. People thought we were about to go to the championship. I didn't think so because one, I didn't think because I believe Dwight and Kobe because I, I knew Kobe was going to take the most shots and I knew Dwight wanted his touches. And, you know, I just, I didn't think that would work. I knew Steve, Steve would be fine, but I had doubts about Kobe and Dwight and I was right about that. And people thought that was, you know, that was one of the better teams to never win. I never thought that team was that great. This team might be one of the best teams to never win. You gotta, you gotta blow this up. It's not working. This was your year. You, you, I mean, the Bucks, yes, they're the one seed. I understand that. But I just don't believe they're that talented outside of Giannis. Seriously. Seriously. I mean, I'm looking at these stats. Giannis was a plus four. Pat Connaughton was a plus 22. George Hill plus 15. Ersana Eliasova plus 10. Sterling Brown plus 11. Chris Middleton, zero. Brooke Lopez, plus five. Eric Bledsoe, minus two. Nikola Meritage, plus one. None of those people are people I would really put on an all-star team. Except, except Giannis. That's about it. I mean, George Hill, you know, he's, he's come alive this playoffs. As I, but as I said in, in an earlier episode, he's one of those players who just, you don't, you don't know what you're going to get from him. He can either be really good or you just got to be like, man, get out of the building. But I, I'm telling you, if the, if the Celtics lose this series, and I believe they will, they have no, they, they, they don't have anything. They just don't, they just don't have anything. It, it's, it's really unfortunate. I, I was just, I was just so excited for this team, man. And I know, and being someone who was a Laker fan for, or not a Laker fan, but a Kobe fan for most of his life, you know, I shouldn't be rooting for the Celtics like this. But I like to see these teams, you know, I like, I like to see the best teams play. And I feel like the Celtics are one of the best teams in the league. But they're about to get a general, they're about to, Experience a gentleman's sweep with the Bucks. I mean, I really had this team in the finals, man. I just, I just, Kyrie, man, and Gordon, Gordon, Hay- Gordon Hayward's a liability. Gordon Hayward is a liability. I, you know, I really like him. He plays hard. Uh, he just, he doesn't trash talk. He just. He literally just goes out and plays. I really like that in players. Trash talking to me is pretty dumb. And I've, ne- I've never really understood the point of it. I mean, I kind of, I kind of get it for UFC. I don't like it, but I can, I can understand in, in sports like that. But yeah, Gordon Hayward, he's, he's a great dude who just, who just loves to play. And he's going to give you his best every night. But he he's become a liability in this series. He had two points. He played 26 minutes and he had two points. 
He shot 1 for 5. 0 for 2 from 3. Had 3 rebounds, 1 block, 1 turnover. That's a disgrace. He is better than this. He's just better than this. And I... I I I can't I just don't know man. I know I know some people who are Celtics fans. And I'm going to I'm going to you know text them today and just just ask them if they're doing okay. Because if I if I'm a Celtic fan I mean if this didn't work because because let's be real. Let's be real. The Celtics have will be eliminated. And they're going to be in the offseason. If I'm a free agent, why would I go to the Celtics? They got beat by the Bucks, Who really, outside of Giannis, is not a good team. They're not. So, so, I mean, the only thing I would say is like, okay, you have Brad Stevens. And that's good. To me, he's a, to me, he's a great coach and a great basketball mind. I think he's really, I think he'll, I think he'll be the next pop, in my opinion, if he just, if he just stays in the league. But, I mean, I just, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say about him. They're not, they're just not doing it. If I have, if I have no reason to go to the Celtics, in the offseason, if I'm a free agent. I just, I just, I'm so disappointed. I'm so terribly disappointed. And and you look, you look at how badly they, you look at how badly they try. You know, Kyrie Irving, he was, he was, he was inefficient. He was 7 for 22. That's 32%. The three-point line from from behind the arc, he was 143. From the stripe, he was uh, 89%. He had 10 assists, 2 steals, 6 rebounds, 4 turnovers, 5 fouls. He's a star, man. But I just, I, I don't know what to say about these Celtics. I, I don't know. I just, I really had high hopes for them. So I don't know who's going to come out of the East to face, to face the Warriors. I, I, I couldn't tell you. I really don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe the, the, maybe the 76ers, maybe the Raptors. Maybe the Bucks. I mean, you can make a case. You can make a case for all three of these teams. I never thought the Bucks would beat the Celtics. You couldn't have told. You couldn't have told me that. If they had played, if they played ten games, I would say the Celtics would have won six. I would say I would have said they would have won more than half. But the Celt- the Celtics are done. And I'm I'm terribly disappointed in them, terribly disappointed. I just I just man, last season, because last season when when Gordon Hayward got hurt, 
I knew that their season was pretty much not going to be what it should have been. Because, because when you have an injury like that, literally seconds into the game, to one of your, to one of your big, uh, acquisitions in the offseason, that's, that's, that's a big blow. That, that's a big blow to the team, um, Gordon Hayward himself, who I just, I can't even imagine getting hurt like that in the first game to where you're out for the year. I mean, it's not like you get hurt in January. You get hurt in October and you, you know, you go through all this rehab and all of this stuff. But when he got hurt, I, I knew, I knew I was like, okay, the Celtics aren't going to do too much this year. But next year, so I've been waiting for this for two years. Two years. And, and, and they're, they're going to get a gentleman sweep done on them. I, I, I don't even know. I, I, I can't. Man, that's frustrating. I, I can't even imagine being, a, being in Boston today. Because you just, you probably just watch your team for the last time play for this season at home. Because now you have, now you have these people who are, who are sitting there. And Boston, Boston is not a forgiving town. They love their Celtics. They love their Red Sox. They love, uh, I think the Bruins are their hockey team. They, but it's like, man, this, this year could have been, it could have, it could have been so much, but they just, they just didn't do it. And it, it, I, it's just sad to me. It's really sad to me. So, yeah, my, my condolences to the Celtics, man, and their fans, but, but this, you gotta blow it up. This, this isn't working. It's just not working. I, I don't, I don't know what you think would happen next year. Um, man, I, I don't know. I don't know. Just that, man, that's frustrating. I, I'm not even a Celtics fan and I'm frustrated for the Celtics. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be this way. It shouldn't be this way, but it is. The Golden State Warriors played at the Houston Rockets yesterday. And the Houston Rockets won the game. And I, I watched this entire game. And, you know, it's, it's pretty interesting. Because, because these players, they play really hard. All these players play really hard. So let me, let me start with the Warriors. Kevin Durant, who is arguably the best player in these playoffs, had 34. Steph Curry had 30. Draymond had 15. Klay Thompson, 11. Andre Iguodala, 7. Kevon Looney, 7. Sean Livingston, 2. Alfonso McKinney, 2. And that was it for scoring. So Kevin Durant was a 0. Steph Curry, plus 2. Draymond Green, plus 5. Klay Thompson, minus 12. Andre Iguodala. Minus 17. They shot 24% from three. And they're supposed to be the leading shooters 
They're supposed to be the best three-point shooting team. I keep talking about this three-ball, man. Both of these teams are streaky when it comes to the three-ball. And it's so frustrating. Steph Curry, he was four for 14. And I want to say Eric Gordon, he was like two for 12. What was he? Where is he? Yeah, two for 12 from three. Steph Curry, the best shooter that basketball has ever seen, went four for 14 in the playoffs. He missed that first three, and then he hit that, he hit that next big three after that. Man, I just, I don't, I don't know what to say. I, I don't know what to say. He, he, wow, man. Steph Curry. And you know what? I, I don't want to hear about the, the whole he's banged up. He's always banged up. See, here's the thing. Every player is banged up. Every player is not at their best in the offseason. Because no one is fresh. You've played October, November, December, January, February, March, April, and we're now in May. Trying, and everyone's trying to get to, to June. So I, I don't want to hear the thing, oh, he's banged up. They always say that. Everyone's banged up. I don't want, I don't want to hear that about him. Plus two. Just, just disgraceful. Just Kevin Durant, 34. He was 12 for 22. He shot 2 for 6 from 3. And he shot 8 for 10 from the strike. 7 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal, 1 block. 3 turnovers. As a team, they shot 40, they shot 47%. They shot 24% from 3. 8 for 33. From the strike, they shot 70%. They had a total of 43 rebounds, 24 assists. Six steals, 11 turnovers. And Steph Curry, Steph Curry this game didn't get in as much foul trouble. He's been, he's been getting like five fouls. I want to say like, I want to say in all the games of these series, he's had like five fouls. So the Houston Rockets, so they shot 44% from the field. They shot 34% 34% from three. They shot 70% from the stripe. They had 50 rebounds, 18 assists, six steals, six blocks, 13 turnovers. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know, man. This, this three ball, this three ball is really frustrating. But what I think is going to happen, uh, the Rockets are going to lose next game because it's back in Golden State. You know, I, this series is amazing because you have two places, you know, Oracle Arena. That's a that's a stadium full of billionaires and millionaires, and they they know how to cheer for their Warriors. At least when things are going good, which usually they are. And then in Houston, you have a hard place to play because I think. I think the Rockets have now won 12 straight at home. So here's what I think is going to happen. 
I think this game's I think this series is gonna go seven games. Unless unless a big injury happens. Golden State's gonna win the next game. Houston Rockets are gonna win the game after because it's back in Houston. And I think Golden State's gonna win game seven. So I think we may get that seven game series, which is which is a good thing. But Steph, man. I I've I never had him in the conversation for best player in the league. Because he's not. He's he's always been the best uh shooter in the league. Like he like he's a guy who who can shoot from anywhere. But when but when it comes time, man, he just he just disappears. He just he just disappears. And I know Max Kellerman on first take today, he oh he's gonna get on Steph. I know he will. I I'm just I'm just waiting to see what he's gonna say. Um but yeah, the, these these warriors, man. I think I think ultimately they're gonna win the championship. That's that's what I do believe, because I mean they're a very they're a very streaky team. But when they're on Hey man, I mean, they, I mean, what are you gonna do? You've got you've got an amazing seven footer. You have Steph Curry, the greatest shooter ever. You have Clay Thompson, a a fantastic shooter in him. You have Draymond Green, who's who to me is a is a great emotional leader, and I think he's the glue of the team. Uh, you have a great veteran in Andre Iguodala. Who, who doesn't really have an ego and just, he just plays hard. And he's gonna, he's gonna give you all he's got. But I mean, he was a minus 17. So I like, I like this team. But ultimately, I think that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are gonna go to the Knicks, which leads me to my next topic of the New York Knicks. Cause, you know, Late, late in the game, the Houston fans, they were trolling Kevin Durant by chanting New York Knicks. And, uh, you know, it, so, okay, here's a contract situation with the Knicks. So the Knicks for next season have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They have eight players. On, they have eight players on contract for next year, under contract for next year. No, wait. One, two, see, five. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's, it's difficult, man. It's just difficult. So I, I, I think, I think it's just, I think it's just interesting. I just, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I would do. Man, I, I just, I wouldn't go to the Knicks. I just, just don't, if I'm Kevin Durant, let me, I'm telling you, the Knicks, Knicks fans let you know how they feel. The Knicks are a dysfunctional franchise. But let me tell you something. The most dysfunctional franchise right now in the league is the Los Angeles Lakers. 
They they really are. Just so the Knicks the Knicks don't have that title on them anymore. So you have you have man eight play eight players on a contract. So Lance Thomas, he's getting and this is not this is not including players on you know that have been waived. Cause like Ennis Cantor and like Joakim Noah, they were waived. So Lance Thomas, he's gonna make he's gonna get seven and a half next year. Frank I still I can never pronounce this. Tilkina, I think that's how it is, is gonna get four point eight. Dennis Smith, he's going to get 4.5. Kevin Knox, he's going to get 4.4. Alonzo Trier, he's going to get 3.5. Mitchell Robinson, he's going to get 1.5. Damian Dodson, he's going to get 1.6. And Henry Ellenson, he's going to get 1.6. So the Knicks, the Knicks next year are only spending... 36, 36 million in the salary cap. So it's like, wow, man. I mean, that, that, they have a huge amount of money to offer. I mean, now they can't offer as much as the, they can't offer as much as, uh, the Warriors can to Kevin Durant or the Celtics can to Kyrie Irving. But, if anyone, here's the thing, if anyone should leave, it should be Kyrie Irving. Because, because you've tried, because it's, it's just not working. You're the, you're the star there. And you, you have a great, you have a great coach. I mean, to me, to me, if I, if I were Kyrie, I would stay. But I think between the two of these people, if anyone, if anyone is to leave between the two of them, it should be Kyrie Irving. Just because Kevin Durant is with a championship team and he's probably going to win it this year again. So, so Kevin Durant, I'm not sure why he would leave. Just to be the guy is not some reasonable reason to leave. Cause I don't, I don't want to just, I don't want to just, you know, go be the guy. And I'm gonna make less money. And I'm going, and I'm going to a franchise that, that's, that's, that's pretty tough. It's, it's a pretty tough franchise. And the great, the great thing about the Knicks is they're young, pretty much. Cause I'm looking at, I'm looking at who's under contract for next year. Lance Thomas, he's 31. Frank, 20. Dennis, 21. Kevin Knox, 19. Alonzo Trier, 23. Mitchell Robinson, 21. Damian Dodson, 25. Henry Ellenson, 22. So you've got, you've got a bunch of young dudes. Which, which is, which is an attractive thing. Cause you don't, you don't want these old, these old veterans. Or just, just an old team. Cause you want to be able to have a, have a good run. But I, I hope they don't go to the, I hope they don't go to the Knicks. I, I really, I really, I like, I, I'll say this. I like David Fisdale, but I don't like, I don't like 
James Dolan. I've, I've never, I've never really cared for him. But David Fizzle, to me, is a, is a fantastic coach. But hopefully, hopefully they don't, they don't do this. But I think they will. I think they will. I'm just not sure where else they would go. I mean, Kevin Durant might go to the Clippers. And I'll say this. If you're going to leave, if Kevin Durant is going to leave, that's where I would go. I'm going to the Clippers. Because the Clippers put up a good fight. And you won't have to be playing against Patrick Beverly. You'll be playing with him. And I'm I'm going to say this. The Clippers, the Clippers would be the team to the team to beat after that. I mean, it would still be the Warriors because I think they're going to win the championship, and so the champions are always the first team to beat in the next season. But after that, it would be the Clippers, man. The Clippers are going to be if they get if they get Kevin Durant, they're going to be tough, and the Lakers are going to be in some big trouble. I mean, they're already in, they're already in some big trouble, but. You know, it's just just pathetic. What what's going on with the Lakers? Um, yeah. So if if they do go to the Knicks, they're gonna regret it, in my opinion. Because because those fans, I'm telling you, they let you hear it. They love the Knicks, and they they keep they keep going back expecting more. I want to say the Knicks this year went, had 17 wins. That's just, that's just, that's just not attractive, man. That's just, it's just not attractive. I mean, I guess the attractive thing you could say is that you're playing in New York. You're playing in, you're playing in New York. You got a young team. You got a great coach. You got a, a lousy, a lousy owner. That's, that's one of the bigger cons. Um, I just, I, I just wouldn't do it. I would not do it. So, that's enough basketball for today. All right. So, you know, in society, there are people, you have all types of people. You have the intelligent. You have the ignorant. You have the you have the blessed you have the cursed you have people who contribute and then you have those who don't contribute you have the healthy you have the sick you have the sane and you also have the insane i saw this article you know, you know, and what's sad is this is like the woman, th- this woman, you know, being lonely is it, I think it's, I think it's a terrifying thing. And I've never seen such a sad display of loneliness, except maybe that woman who want, who once married that building. She, she married the building. I want to say it was a few years back. But this, I think, might beat that. Let me read, let me read this, this sad article to you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to just read the article without commenting as I read it, but I probably won't make it. As a young girl, 
You've probably mused in your fictitious doll-like world. You've had pretend plays, wherein one you are marrying Ken, the male counterpart of Barbie. Felicity Cadillac has done the same, except the marriage part is as real as it gets. Felicity Cadillac vows to spend the rest of her life with Zombie Doll. I got her name tattooed on my arm, says the head over heels Felicity Cadillac of Massachusetts, Oklahoma. To her bride, Kelly Kelly Rosie, the hideous, monstrous, and disfigured zombie she got when she was 13 years old. At 16, she started to have feelings for her. Which she tried to repress simply because she knew it was wrong. But her feelings only intensified the more she tried to fight it off. According to Felicity, she had boyfriends, but they never made her feel happy the way Kelly did. She said she'd gladly spend the rest of her life with the female doll, even though her family and friends find it strange. In September 2018, believe it or not, Kelly and Felicity did tie the knot. The big day was held in in Tiverton, Rhode Island. Like any marriage, the duo showed up in wedding attires. Felicity wore a beautiful white gown while Kelly donned a tuxedo. They even had a pair of matrimonial rings and efficient to solemnize the their union and a crowd of, well, eight creepy zombie dolls. Four of Felicity's relatives were also there. The wedding cost $500, but Felicity said it was a small price to pay for a beautiful and perfect wedding. Felicity Cadillac's acquaintances were never fond of the zombie doll, more so their era relationship, but she's pretty much used to the criticisms. I know they think I should be with a real human, but to me Kelly is real, she said. Regardless of what they think about their about our relationship, she makes me happy and I love her, so that's all that matters. After their bizarre marriage, the next logical step, the 21-year-old said, is to visit a sperm facility so she could raise a child with the zombie doll. A baby would really be a dream come true. It would complete our family, she quipped. We would have a loving home. Why wouldn't we want to bring a child into that world and raise them in the loving environment? Felicity said they are already exploring their options, but are not in the rush to have a baby sooner. After all, they have the rest of their lives together, so there's no need to put time limits on it. That was the end of the article. You know, delusion is an interesting thing. It's a very interesting thing. I find many parts about this just plain sad. Just plain sad. So here's the problem. Here's the problem. Felicity. Felicity is. I don't know a word in the English dictionary that could describe this person. In in one in one good word. Because because. You realize she's in love with an inanimate object, an inanimate object. And she started having feelings for this when she was 16. 16 years old. And, you know, 
the, the, I don't even know how to, I don't even know what to think about this article, man. Some people in society are just, they're just, they're nut jobs. They're just absolute nut jobs. So, so let's, let's think about this. Uh, they, so there were eight zombie dolls part, as part of the, as part of the crowd. And you had four of Felicity's relatives were also there. Let me tell you something. If this were my relative, there's no way I'm going to this. I can't think of a more stupid, idiotic, meaningless, moronic way to spend my day than to go to a wedding where a 21-year-old delusional woman is marrying a doll. There is, there, I, I, I can't think of a worse way to spend my weekend. Willingly. I mean, this, I mean, I mean, I mean, what, what can you even say about this? What can you even say about this? The wedding cost $500, but Felicity said it was a small price to pay for a beautiful and perfect wedding. People, like, just what? What is actually wrong with this individual? What is wrong with this individual? And acquaintances, notice how they didn't say friends. Because there's no way this woman has any friends. She can't possibly have friends. How can you be friends with somebody who is as delusional as this? Call it mean, call it, call it whatever you want. This woman had boyfriends. And she said they didn't make her happy. But this doll, this thing is absolutely hideous. I mean, when you look at it. But it's just absolutely, she, she doesn't have any friends. See, and this is what I mean. This is what I mean by lonely. You don't have anyone in your life that really cares about you. That's what I assume. Or if you do, you just, you just ignored them. And you, you're like, you know what? This is what makes me happy. I'm telling you, there are people in this world that are just delusional. And let me tell you something. You shouldn't just join in their delusion just to make them feel comfortable. A sperm, a sperm facility. So she could raise a child with a zombie doll. I'm praying to God. I'm praying to God that for the sake of the, for the sake of the sperm and for the sake of the egg that can become life, for, for, for its sake and for, for the, for the future child's sake, I'm praying this never happens. Because as it, because as the child, what you, you, first of all, first of all, I would resent my mom. And I would resent this doll. I would resent all dolls if I, if I were, if I had the misfortune of being born to this woman. This is really disgusting. A baby would really be a dream come true. This is, this is so pathetic. She, 
this woman, this woman is delusional. And, and that, that's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. Just, just absolutely nothing, just absolutely nothing. And you know what? It, it's difficult when you see some, when you see something like this and you, you realize that these people are, I don't, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know what you would describe it as. Cause delusional, delusional is not even strong enough. Her, in her head, she, I, I, I don't even know. If you can find a way to describe this, I tip my hat to you. Because, because when I saw this and when I read it, I, I, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to say. I mean, this, this could not be any more stupid. I, I just, I'm telling you, man, you've, you've just got some idiots out there. You've got some absolute idiots out there. And I, I just, acquaintances. I'm not going, if I'm, if I'm an acquaintance, I can't see myself going to a wedding of an acquaintance. I would go to, I would go to a friend's wedding and all that. But if I'm an acquaintance and I'm, how can I go to a wedding where you can't even take it seriously? Seriously. Cause let, let's think about this just in case you don't, you're not understanding this. This doll cannot speak. It cannot move. It is completely and totally dependent on Felicity. The doll cannot contribute anything. In, you know, in Felicity's mind, it, it contributes emotional support. No. It doesn't. It doesn't. Because it's not alive. I, 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 I've just never seen a more, I've, I've never seen a more idiotic thing ever. Seriously. I got her name tattooed on my arm, says the head over heels Felicity Cadillac of Massachusetts. Jovari Kelly Rossi, the hideous, monstrous, disfigured zombie doll she got when she was 13 years old. I, I don't, I don't even know. Like, seriously, what, what? I, I'm, I'm gonna say this. What does this woman, you know, you know who I feel bad for? I feel bad for the peep. I feel bad for whoever lives next to this woman. Because I believe this is the woman, this is a woman who would invite you over to her house and just be like, Oh, would you like to, you know, eat dinner with me and my spouse? And you, and you live near him. So you want to be rude. So you don't want to be rude. To me, I would just be rude. I'd be like, first of all, get away from me. And I, I don't ever want to see you again. But this, this is, this is just, this is just absolute, this is absolutely atrocious. Absolutely atrocious.
how can you have somebody that just, I don't know. I, I really, I really thought my, my, I really thought what I had to say would be better than this. But after, when I, when I read, when I read this aloud to you just now, everything I had to say just went out the window. I know they think I should be with a real human, but to me, Kelly is real. She said, regardless of what they think about our relationship, she makes me happy and I love her. So that's all that matters. Jesus. This, this woman, ah, uh, I, I just, I, I feel so bad. I just, I just feel so badly, man. I, I, I don't even, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say to these people. Just, I, what, what? Wow. I guess you could say the moral of the story is, you know, you, you may be like me and you're still out there looking for somebody, but you can sleep easy knowing that you are not emotionally attached to an inanimate zombie doll.